Welcome to the Behind the Surface podcast presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. ISFA exists to serve industry professionals involved in the fabrication of manufactured surfacing materials. With each episode, Behind the Surface inspires fabricators to take their business to the next level. Now with your host, Nancy Bush. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this special episode of the Behind the Surface podcast, Helping Dreamers Do, brought to you by our friends at Duracine. Today, I'm joined by Duracine's Global Chief Growth Officer, Michael Buston, who has an infectious passion for branding, innovation, design, and professional growth. A longtime friend of our association, he has served as a former ISFA Board of Director from 2010 to 2012, and he has over two decades in the architect and design product industry, both as a countertop business owner and brand builder. Michael has a proven track record of helping entrepreneurs expand their product offerings as well as their dreams. Even with his busy schedule, he somehow always finds the time to mentor and inspire others. Please welcome Michael today. And thanks again, Michael, for joining us to share your experience to help others in our industry. Yeah, well, thank you, uh, Nancy. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm a big, big advocate for ISFA and uh, I'm a, a big promoter for makers. Um, my, my dad was a maker, so I grew up kind of in a, in a maker household. And, um, uh, you know, after getting out of college and, and, and always having an entrepreneurial spirit, I, um, I kind of jumped into the baker world <clears throat> where I was, uh, I started a, a concrete countertop business. So when concrete countertops were hitting the craze, I jumped in and uh, started my own company. And I, I did that for about um, uh, 12 years. I started uh, from, from credit cards. And, uh, and at some point I sold my interest in it and moved on. During that time, 2010, 2012, uh, as you alluded to, I was uh, on the board of directors. I it really, it really, I think, altered my career, and it really made me think differently about my business as well as the surfacing business in general. So, um, always had the entrepreneurial bug. Excited, excited again to be here to kind of talk about, um, um, uh, you know, makers and and kind of looking at, at different entrepreneurial opportunities. Well, I'm super excited. Um, because we we spent some time kind of drilling down once we once we sort of had that conversation about you know fabricators and what they can do with their great ideas then we then we went right down the path of you know there's there's different avenues to take your product right so um, you know kind of those steps for discovery walk me through what you think are important kind of key questions that that someone who is developing a product or a service should think about. Yeah, well, I think I think what's interesting interesting about the fabrication world, the fabricator world, is that um, you know people tend to be either very creative, um, so they're they're designers, they're makers, or maybe both, and um, and that's what I love about the industry. You know, there are those that are quite comfortable um, getting a set of drawings. They have to to produce or fabricate a particular project. They know what to do, so they're really good makers. Um, they understand how to read drawings and that sort of thing. And then you have um, the designers. Um, it's a very creative field. You're taking different types of surfaces and making different types of things out of it. And, um, uh, and then there are people, um, and there are people that just want to design, and that's cool as well. Uh, then you have people that love to do both. You know, they love to design, they love to, to develop, and then they love to create what they develop. 
And, uh, and that's what I find interesting um, about, um, uh, about, you know, the, the creation process. And, you know, what I've seen um, um, in particular, I think you started the conversation with this is, you know, there, there's, as a maker, whether you're making something for somebody else or you're prototyping something for yourself, you know, there's always these, these great ideas that kind of get tossed to the side and thrown in a corner and collect dust. And, um, and, and, and I've been in that mindset before where you make something and you wonder to yourself, how do you bring this thing to market? You know, what, what do I do? You know, I'd love to bring this thing to market. And typically people don't have, you know, an idea how to do that. Um, and uh, again, that's what I find interesting about, about this whole thing. And, and I think, um, I think from a, from a, from a business perspective, um, you know, you have to, you have to, first of all, figure out I, I'm, I'm big into purpose and why, and uh, and I always bring this up. Um, I'm a I'm a big advocate of uh, Simon Sinek, and Simon Sinek has the Golden Circle. Uh, I encourage anybody who doesn't know what that is to look it up. And part of this gentleman's uh, Golden Circle is uh, it's three concentric circles, and it's um, the outer circle is what uh, the next circle, inner circle, or second circle is is um, how, and then the inner circle is why. And basically, what he says is. You know, if you ask people what they want to do uh, or what they do, most people will tell you what they do. It's, it's easy to do. If they ask you, how do you do what you do? It's pretty answered, you know, pretty easy to answer that. But if, if people ask you why you do what you do, that's very hard to understand, you know, very hard to explain, not just individually as a person, but also as, as, a, as a business as well. So I, I, think, I think first first and foremost, you have to figure out, you know, uh, why are you doing what you do? Um, that really sets the tone uh, for your business. Whether you're a new business owner um, or you're a seasoned veteran business owner, I think it's important to understand your why and playing off of that. Um, from there, um, of course, you have to figure out, you know, what, what drives you? What, what are you excited about? Um, you know, what do you want to do? Um, you know, you, you, you have to do something you love to do. Uh, it makes, it makes your, your job, your career just much more satisfying. Um, um, and then, you know, again, back to design or making, what inspires you? you know, are you inspired by other makers? Are you, you are inspired by other designers? Um, uh, are you okay with making things for others? Or do you want to make your own things and bring them to market with your name on it? So I think, I think these are some of the very basic fundamentals of, uh, you know, kind of understanding who you are, who your business is, you know, what you do, how you do, and why do you do what you do? For sure. You know, um, I think I had shared with you that back in my distribution days, I had a fabricator call me up out of the blue and say, hey, I'm the inventor of this product. I have a patent on it. It's a, it's an x-ray garment holder. And I thought to myself, x-ray garment holder? Don't, doesn't the world already have those? I mean, you're kidding me, right? And uh, so we really did. And as it turned out, it was a, it was a great um, relationship and ongoing project, right? So. Uh, but interestingly enough, there was a there was a much bigger vision involved. So you know, at the time, being in sales, you know, my my sales manager, you know, wow, you're not going to sell very much material with these little tiny widgets that hang on a wall and hold an extra garment, right? Um, but it it didn't matter because I really was passionate about helping him find his his why. What's he going to do with this? You know, because I mean, he had a full fabrication shop, um, which I believe now he sold. And he's kind of doing this, this piece that he's created, this product, um, you know, full time. So, 
long story short, I also called on the architect and design committee and started asking questions kind of on his behalf to figure out, you know, where this should be found that, you know, distributor that would that would carry said product and, and then from there he just ran with it right so there's there's that but do you, you know, do you continue making it. Do you uh, do you sell your idea? You know, that's those are all those questions, Michael. And you touched on them in our conversation. I mean, how do you think the best process is? Is really that three circle going back and evaluating what what builds passion? What what other sorts of things can you suggest um, for that? Well, you know, I th I really think it's based on the individual what you, what you really want out of what you're doing. You know, um, everybody's different. You know, I'm I'm a uh, I tell people personally, I'm, I'm a person that feels very comfortable in the unknown. Um, I work really well in the gray area. Uh, part of that is, is, is my entrepreneurial side and other parts, probably the sales side and, uh, and the marketing side and branding side as well. Um, others um, uh, are not very comfortable. For instance, my wife, she's a school teacher, math teacher, and she's very black and white. Um, and she likes to know uh, everything down to the date, you know, uh, you know, how much we have in the bank, checkbook to the penny, when are we going to retire? How much we have retirement? And I'm like, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. You know, <laughs> you know, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. So I think it really depends on the individual, you know, um, one thing, you know, I think we talked about the story maybe in the past, but kind of playing off your story, which I think will resonate with the, with the audience. Well, um, we have, uh, you know, we, we received a, uh, uh, or we reached out to a gentleman um, who was an auto body uh, mechanic. And this gentleman worked on cars for 10, 15 years. And he has, um, he has a, a business called Fur Baby Woodworks. And um, um, he, he created a dog dish holder um, um, using resins and why resins, because he was in the, he was in the automotive, um, uh, business and they use a lot of epoxies and resins for, for auto body fill and that sort of thing. So, so he, he caught wind of what we were doing and, um, and we connected with him and we did some influencer marketing with him. Um, but at one point when he got our solid surface material, um, you know, he had a lot of questions. And, uh, so he was referred to me and I got him on the phone. And I started asking him a lot of questions because I, I love, I love helping people figure things out, you know, and with my 30 years experience, I've, I've done a lot of things. I've, I've, I've helped a lot of people. And, you know, for my personal purpose, um, uh, my, my, my personal purpose I define as helping others be successful. So it really helps, you know, really, it really excites me. And I feel really good when I help others kind of figure out the problems. And uh, so this gentleman um, was, uh, making these, these, again, these dog dishes and, and they were quite expensive, three, $400 or so. And he had some crazy relationships with like Howard Stern and like big gala events up in New York city. And, and he was donating these and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, so we got talking and it was interesting because he, he was a maker and he's like, I know how to make things, but I don't understand business, you know? And he started asking me a lot of really interesting questions, questions that really nobody else asked before. Um, and it was, it was quite satisfying to help him figure things out. And it was just a lot of simple questions. Just like I said, what do you want to do? You know, uh, how do you want to do things? What do you get? You know, why are you making dog dishes? Okay. Why, why dogs and not like, you know, uh, you know, picture frames or something like that. Um, and that, that led to me asking him, you know, do you want to just design and be a product designer and have these ideas? Okay. 
Or do you want to set up a shop with a bunch of equipment? I mean, you can have a bunch of CNC machines. You can run 24 seven. You know, you can hire a bunch of people, pay for all the overhead and whatever. Or I says, if you want to be a creator, okay, how about this? Come up with your designs, you know, if, if it's proprietary or patented or whatever, do what you got to do, right? And then go approach, you know, PetSmart, Walmart, you know, uh, Petco, whatever, and sell your idea and have somebody else make it and you collect the royalty. And the communication of back and forth, it was so, it was so enlightening for him as well as myself uh, to be able to help somebody like that um, to look at their business differently. Because, you know, this was a gentleman who knew how to make with his hands and he made really beautiful products. But you know, the business side, he just didn't have, you know, he just either, either he didn't ask the right questions or um, he wasn't talking to maybe the right people that were, you know, challenging him with the questions. And sometimes those questions are uncomfortable because in your mind, you think you might have something figured out and it takes somebody for, with a kind of an outside in perspective who's been there, done that to say, listen, these are the challenges that you're going to, to encounter. And I, I applaud entrepreneurs for doing whatever. I don't tell anybody what to do with their business. But, um, but this gentleman was totally receptive and he took kind of an approach that we coached him on and, and he's forever grateful. And we've gotten some really great comments from him. So, you know, I think having said all that, it's really, it's really what you want on your business. Uh, fabricators, um, you know, surface fabricators have extraordinary um, uh, creative skills. They have extraordinary maker skills. Um, and, um, there's, there's a whole world out there beyond, you know, the typical countertops, you know, vanity tops, that sort of thing. I, I just think it takes, you know, it takes being around other people that think differently and think outside the box, um, to help, you know, push some of these people along. I couldn't agree more. Speaking of surrounding yourself by other like-minded individuals, if you're a member of ISFA or a friend of Dursing, please be sure to join us for an in-depth workshop with Michael on April the 27th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Michael will walk us through some key questions in the process of development and be available to answer any questions you may have. Thanks for listening. To hear more in-depth viewpoints, gain actionable insights and powerful tools to help you succeed, subscribe to the Behind the Surface podcast presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. To learn more about ISFA, visit our website at www.isfanow.org.